We've got intros. We've got topics. We've got things to talk about. This is the problem with everything. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome. I have enunciation. Way to enunciate, Robert. Thank you. My violent valid ballot ballet valet ballads valued. Today, Thursday, November 19th, 2020. Is this a psychedelic podcast? It is now. Uh, this is the problem with everything. Episode 152. I am Holiday Rob. I'm Loki Sapfoot. And, um. Is that how we're doing it now? We're going to sing our names at the beginning? I That's fun. I don't know. That I'm can just, be a new thing. I'm, <laughs> I don't know. I, da- I brained my damage last week, <laughs> 10 days ago. Good. <laughs> I've, become a, I've become rebirthed in the year 2020. Uh, Congratulations! Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not. I'm not the same creature that I was before. Now I'm a different creature. That's what I got going on. Uh, can I stick my fingers in your wounds like Doubting Thomas? <laughs> uh, is it a good time? <laughs> if you have questions, sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> for what that means, and you want to talk to us about them, I'm at Holiday Rob on Twitter, uh, Instagram Two Bs. Uh, one on Facebook. Why would you be on Facebook? Yeah. Uh, one B on Why TikTok, and uh, I don't know. I have some other stuff, but you can yeah. you can find me at Holiday Rob. Eventually, I've I do have at Holiday I just haven't done anything with it yet. Um, what would I do with it? Everything. Just put, make a gigantic banner with me on it. Just put a super high res dick pic. No context. Whose dick though? I don't want mine. Nobody wants mine. Obviously yours. I mean, I have a gorgeous one, but I don't want to share it. It could be anyone's. Mine is like an artistic experience. You can't take photos or create prints of it. It's like the. It's like the. uh, Like Muhammad. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. No. (laughs) Great. Now I can never go to France. Again. You can. You're just not with your dick. Just be like, I left my dick and uh, just do a talk. Luxembourg. <laughs> Hope there's nobody behind me for the fruit basket. Yeah. <laughs> where, 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 where can people ask you about? What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> um, if you wanna, if you wanna have conversations like this with me on the internet, you can do that. You can find me at Sapfoot on uh, on the Twitter, on the Instagram. It's International um, Men's Day. Yeah, happy International Men's Day, one is, and all. Is it today or is it the 19th? Uh, yeah, I think it was today. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think. <laughs> We're manly men. Yeah, um, if, if you want to ask Joe Rogan for a favor on this, the Day of International Men, he can't refuse. He has to do it. He has to do it. He's it's, helping you move furniture. It's like being the Don, you know? <laughs> like he, He's the official representative of our gender. So if, <laughs> if there's something you need on behalf of Joe Rogan on this, <laughs> the International Day of Men, he cannot refuse you. <laughs> Just keep that in mind. But you only have a couple. Of, and actually, by the time you hear this, it'll be too late. So that's, uh, that's ironic. That's a bummer. Yeah. Well. You could so have, it goes. if you're if you're linked into our mental network. Uh, anywhere else on the 
Uh, on for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can, if you want to. Yeah. So what did I say? I said the at Sapfoot on the Twitter on the Instagram. Uh, if you want to find me on the uh, on the the Xbox Live Loki Sapfoot, all one word. Spell Loki with a W, right in the middle. You'll figure it out. Nice. Um, yeah. I'm trying to get back on games. I uh, I realized today that I bought everything that I have right now. I could totally stream Super Mario Brothers 3 on my original NES from the 1980s on my Twitch. Yeah. I could totally do that. I could, yeah. I could totally do that right now. We can. We should just do that even if we don't broadcast. We should just play with that. It <laughs> sounds amazing, What do you right? have? You have Blaster Master and fucking <laughs> I, Zelda. I, I have Zeldas. I have the two Zeldas. I don't have a whole lot, unfortunately. I used to have the first... Um, Ninja Turtles, you but have I do have the second cool. one. Well, you have Chrysalis. Is that what you have? Or no, Blaster Master? Uh, or? No, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of what it's called. Um, I'm going to have to look it up. It's the one where it's like a, a, a shmup, where it's like a top-down spaceship thing. Yes. But then it also has... It turns into a, a weird three, three-quarter three uh, platformer type yes. deal. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. a it's not a two D flat, but a three quarter. Right, right. From a different angle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I I'm totally spacing on called? what it's called, but uh, we'll have to look it up. Actually, it's I'm it's like right up there. I'm like looking over your shoulder because I have my, I have my <laughs> Nintendo Entertainment System up there in a official blue travel case. Hey, if you have a guess as to what it's called, I'll send you uh, an official Loki Sapfoot artwork postcard Ooh. of S.A. Martinez from 311. Ooh. So comment on this shit or whatever. I don't even know. Can you comment? I don't fucking know how know. the internet works. Even yeah, I think I there's a voice comment. There's a voice, there's a voice comment on um, yeah, Anchor yeah, FM. Yeah, you can leave us. Yeah, send us a message uh, and and let me know. Uh, also, also <laughs> join our uh, YouTube channel we do have a youtube youtube channel yeah uh join up we do have 13 members so big we ups should, we should guys. call it por- we should start a porn site called youtube youtube yes they'd probably shut that down on some copyright shit that's too bad bastards. can you imagine the beards <laughs> on men and women it's got to be inclusive um, Not exclusive. Yeah. What did we talk about in this episode? Do you remember? Ooh, man. I know um, it, it got I clarif- it deep. I, I feel like I clarified some of the psychedelic experience. We kind of touched on the uh, biological imperative uh, of existence. He's talking about boning, y'all. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It was in between that and I and not a uh, surprisingly not a lot of pop culture, but still some good. I feel some deep pop culture references. Deep. Um, the only thing I've been doing lately. Okay. Well, first of all, recommendations. Boom. Uh, on Amazon Prime, the uh, series Utopia was really good. And it, okay. w- it was good in a way that a comic book is good. So there's like this underlying story and this is about a comic book but it's like a comic book that's actually based on possibly real events and these super conspiracy people are into this are they is it real or not and oh shit yeah it's one of those yeah, i like that it's, kind it's, of shit it's pretty fantastic and it's got it's got a nice little george r, r. martin edge to it you know as far as like 
who lives, who dies. You know, you're kind of like, damn, I really wanted to see where that character. While you was. contemplate that, here's some titties. <laughs> well, <laughs> not not in that realm. Uh, I thought that was the HBO realm. Yeah, that is. Because <laughs> in book, you know, you don't get so many titties. Oh, you do though. I mean, there's. Well, they're like, she took her top off, and then. I mean, yeah, he doesn't write it like a romance novel, but people, people fuck. They're, they're fucking. Uh, fan- Gross. Fantasy dragons that fuck? Gross. Um, all right, well. Wow. Let's, Are we uh, this? No, we shouldn't. No? <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I think it was great. <laughs> you want to do the whole thing over? Let's we just can. start from the beginning. All right. Take two. No. Seriously? Um, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if you're serious or not. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of bad. Is it a bad start? It's a it's a it's a, oh, it's a bad shit. great start or a great bad start. I feel like it's a good episode. It, but yeah, I, I feel like we touched on some good things. We're we're trying to keep it like universal, but also very centralized within the experience where we're going through. We're in a very specific time and space right now, as far as 2020 goes. As far as our place in the universe as far as being these weird little hairless. It is a wild time right now. Mostly D- hairless monkeys. Dear diary. Dirt, shit is wild. Dirt ball flying through the universe. Yeah, uh, man, what the fuck? Yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. And, and the, the forces we're up against, uh, basically come down to something I'm wondering where it's like, why are these like old men fighting for greed and destruction? When they could just be, like, partying in, like, Ibiza. Right. (laughs) If if you're Rudy Giuliani, why are you stressing out trying to dream the impossible dream that you're going to win any of these court cases? Freaking out, having press conferences at the Four Seasons landscaping and sweating out all your hair dye on live television. You You could buy a human. You could have just, 15 years ago, you could have just ended your victory lap around the country with a retirement where you're just constantly catching that 9-11 runoff poontang. You know what I'm saying? And then you can and buy- instead, you chose to just <laughs> further serve the powers of evil in a downward spiral of destruction. Why? Why? I don't know. The only explanation is that these people are serving some sort of evil power, some sort of conspiracy of evil. Maybe they don't even have a right mind anymore. Maybe this is like a DSM-5 unclassified mental illness that these folks are suffering from because like no reasonable creature would look at this and think like, this is a good way to behave. Speaking of mushrooms, it's like that (laughs) mushroom spore that goes that the ant, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, Cordyceps, is that what it's called? Is that what it, I don't know. Where it, they turn into zombies? They turn yeah, into so it zombies? sends its spore out and it lands on the ant's head and burrows into the ant's brain uh. and then controls it with the impulse to climb. And it climbs and climbs and climbs and then it dies at the top of the trees and then it bites into the wood and then another mushroom sprouts out of its dead skull, or yeah. not skull, but yeah. head. It's an ant. Ants don't have... They have exoskeletons, but yeah, <laughs> which is kind of like a skull on your whole body. But anyway, <laughs> uh, and then the mushroom sprouts out of their head so that it has the a higher ground from which to shoot more spores out. Yeah, right. So it's like a parasite that 
turns the ant into a zombie until it dies so that it climbs higher to release the spores. See, that's why the psilocybin yes. spore has created a, uh, uh, um, a, a sim. Symbi- symbiotic. symbiotic relationship with us. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We get to go to fish concerts and yep. go, whoa! And it gets to continue on and tells its story. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that story is. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into this shit. Let's yeah. start this episode. Cause... So, <laughs> under music, I have Carlos the Tall. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the song is that we're going to play. Okay. Um, well, it's, a, it's a live performance that he did for the for the show. I so while I'm like every week, I'm like, hey, so this is the last live performance musician, you know, that we're putting up on our YouTube channel, and then I find another find another one. I, I thought of one I don't think you've put up yet. I'll tell you after. Ah, okay. Um, I thought of it the other day, but uh, yeah. Right, so here's a Carlos the Tall song. Yeah. Uh, title to be determined when i figure it out later but <laughs> you can look in the uh the notes on the the episode notes and the songs will be at the bottom it I might think. say before he even plays i'm not even sure so. <laughs> we'll see <laughs> it's gonna be a surprise yeah all right well here's carlos the tall and then we'll we'll get we'll get deep yeah deep <laughs> okay so we've been drinking i'm sorry have we the the name of the song is uh, The Passion by oh. Carlos the Tall. Oh, the one at the top of the show. Yeah, the one we're going to play right now. No, 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 the one we already played. No, or the do one we play we're going to play right, right wow. now. Carlos oh, the Tall. I don't Tall, even know where passion. I'm at, apparently. Well, we were just like, we were just saying, like, I don't, I don't know what song it's going to be. It's by Carlos, but we, I don't know. It's The Passion. Sloppy. All right. We're professionals. Here it is. Just enjoy the song. This is our brand. This is what people come here for. It's great. This, we're doing fine. It's great. It's good. <laughs> Make me feel funny, I guess time. 
broke my windows She threw out my clothes She took my money But I still I love you, honey It's not like the first five minutes were complete gold. Tonight's sh- show is sponsored by Broken Trail. Broken Trail uh, Brewery and Distillery. R.I.P. Um, Holy Ghost is a vodka. This is it. It's over, guys. Um, we're going to do some shots. They did make uh, delicious products that I enjoyed, though. Can you pass me your glass? Yes. Your glass, sir. I opened it and gave it to you to pour. Is that rude? Am I supposed to pour it? I just didn't feel confident doing it. You're it's a okay. professional. I am, I'm a trained professional, yes. That's like trying to skateboard with Tony Hawk or whatever. Well, he'll just ask if you can kickflip, and then he'll be t- super disappointed in me. Because I can't. Because I suck. Is that better? Can you hear yourself now? Uh, Yeah, I hear me. I didn't realize how I didn't hear me before until I could hear myself now. A whole new world of clarity has opened up. I'm seeing the full the full spectrum. That was me a week and a half ago. I'm like a a, a, a mantis shrimp, you know. A ma- a mantis shrimp. Do you have the top? Mm, yeah. I believe they call it a cork. It's like some pirate booze. I guess it's some hiker booze. That's the theme, huh? That's the theme, but it can be, always be pirate to us. All right, man. Here we go. I don't know what to cheers, cheers to. Cheers to the, the broken trail. It was a hell of a ride. R.I.P. Yeah, five years. Yeah, word. Oh, It goes yeah. down smooth. Oh, yeah. That's Chase it. it with a little vodka soda. That's right. Because we're responsible adults. And I have this for later. The IPA. (laughs) We'll see. I might not get there. 
I'm so not trying to. They were can- canning right out of the kegs, right out of the taps. Mm-hmm. So you just can them right there. They said they had been doing like cocktails that way, and I'm like, man, if only we had gotten that on that a little bit sooner. So, uh, short, long story, long story short, long story short, um, long story short. I worked there for about five years since about 2015, 16, somewhere in there. Yeah, I'm bad with the time. I don't know. <clears throat> so five years worked there. Uh, worked my way up to manager. Was the bar manager. Manager of two different tap rooms. It was wild, wild, wild times. I mean, we were doing a podcast at that point, so I don't know. I don't know how I didn't have more stories, but I, I think they were kind of things I couldn't really talk right, about. Right, that's the problem. You can't really. Yeah. And even now, just not probably going to talk about some some someday. Things. Keep listening. By episode five hundred, we're going to get Rob to open up about <laughs> or the I'll deep do a dark memoir, secrets. Or I'll do a movie about being a bartender. He's going to pull a uh, what's his face and make us wait for the book instead of saving yeah democracy. Bob Woodward. That's that's the one. Doing a Bob that's the guy Woodward. I'm referring to. Yes. Yeah. No. I, I mean. I think I think he said it when it needed to be said. Honestly, like, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, what we're so used to this person just breaking the law all the time. Like, what is another time at another time going to matter? And we didn't have any. There was no. Okay, so even at this point, there's no idea of the scale. Uh, we're hey, hey everybody, hey, this is the USA for the uh, people uh, in the future who have the timestamps. 2020, November. We've reached a quarter million dead from COVID. We're number one. We're number one. That we know of, you know. Uh, so that's where we're at, a quarter million dead. Um, yeah, like 100,000, uh, quarter million. Stop freaking out. Why is everything shutting down? Open the economy. Yeah. You know, on top of let's have some super spreader events, you're – uh, you're being mean to our religion. I can't practice religion unless it's like, you know, comparing Sunday clothes. And well, that's the problem coffee. when you're, when your religion is oppressive to others, it, it, you think you're being oppressed when you're stopped from being an asshole. Right? It sounds like you a boring religion. I want a fun religion. I want a religion where we go eat donuts and then do alpine slides or something. I think shit. you're referring to Satanism, my friend. <laughs> well then sign me. I don't care then anymore. Just sign, I don't care what it's called. Sign me up. I want I want to be part of the, uh, the Should group. we read the 11 uh, commandments or whatever they're called? <laughs> I want to be part of a group of people who want to actually have some fun and do some cool shit and enjoy this limited experiential existence man so okay so last weekend we were talking about oh i reached another level or whatever but like we we we, leveling up what we didn't what we didn't what i failed to mention was that there has been this theory that's been going around for at least the last five years if not a decade about how uh reality as we know it and understand it is actually just a simulation that we're actually in a simulation yeah and to some degree, that would make sense because when you're limited in your experience abilities, your ability to experience different things in existence, uh, you're going to have more of a facsimile of whatever existence is than whatever else it could be potentially because you're limited. You know, your experience is limited. I don't, I don't know how else to. 
I don't know how to explain that except you, you know, ever you ever play Super Nintendo, maybe like a, a flying game, like yeah. you're flying over water or like Star ground. Fox? Uh when you see like the same pattern over and over, like in the ocean or the grass or whatever. Yeah. Because they use the same art. Right. I feel like that keeps happening. A loop. Like a bunch of the same things will happen in weird little thematic clusters in ways that it's like, yeah, you just like inconsequential things like, like at work, like nothing will happen for a bunch of days. And then like for the first time ever, a new thing will happen like three times in one day. Yeah. It was just weird shit like that. There's weird little groupings. Everything's in little groups. Everything happens in little clusters lately. It's it seems like a repeating pattern, I'm, like I'm, they put together software. You know. I'm, I mean, that's why I think historians have been amazed at where we find ourselves at now, post twentieth century, post industrial age, because this is the longest that civilization has ever i mean not this isn't the longest but this is a very stable civilization but they don't last very long a lot of times i mean even something like everybody's like oh the roman empire lasted 500 i mean kind of but not really like i mean it 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 kept growing so it wasn't like ever in one solid state at any point where it was just completely 100 percent stable its ability to maintain i think was encroaching on more and more and more and that's why when at its collapse you know that when that happened it was because it one outstretched itself and two didn't have a really final you know an idea of what i mean i mean that's literally the models that the corporations follow to, <laughs> to gauge their success like are you have to do more every year like they said but like, but even even on a smaller scale for some reason urbanization doesn't seem to really uh uh, work if you don't understand your location. So, like, I was watching a thing about Apocalypto, which if you haven't seen the movie Apocalypto, Dude, it's probably... I saw that on Mushrooms for the <laughs> oh first time with God. Sean Smock. Oh, my it was God. crazy. That must have been amazing. And then, I, right after that, we watched a documentary about George W. Bush's first campaign no. that they made, like, during the campaign. No. It was a weird day, man. Wow. That's a double <laughs> header right there. Holy crap. Yeah, well, and I was tripping and he wasn't. Yeah. So it was this yeah. weird thing <laughs> where it was just like this weird, like sober devil man showing me <laughs> this weird evil, like, can I trust this media? What am I seeing? What is he showing me? Why is he showing me these things? It was pretty good. It wasn't bad. <laughs> I enjoyed um, it. Apocalypto, uh, not completely rooted in historical accuracy. I mean, there are a lot of historical accurate things, but overall, not so much. A compelling story, though. Story of revenge. Very simple um, type of premise. But, like, you're Made talking... by a great guy. Yeah, oh yeah, Mel Gibson. <laughs> Hell of a guy. <laughs> He's one of the nicer racists, honestly. Um, yeah, one of the good ones. <laughs> He's one of the good ones. If you're looking for a nice anti-Semite, <laughs> just don't give him any booze. <laughs> but uh, 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 the Mayans. So that's the Mayans. They urbanized. They created. You know, I think you couldn't go anywhere from like sixteen to twelve miles without running into a city. This was like a huge network of cities, these massive pyramids, uh, agriculture and farming on a massive scale, and because I I don't know, par I think partially because of uh, 
uh, getting rid of like trees and stuff like that. They had issues with like mudslides and all. And, and so the crops were dying. Um, and so that kind of began their collapse, uh, the Mayan collapse. And, uh, and so just like learning about that, it's like nobody's ever really gotten urban existence correct yet. Having humans. And I mean, uh, England turned into feudalism, you know, uh, most of Europe did, you know, <laughs> just this terrible, <laughs> uh, dichotomy of the poors must support a few elites. <laughs> and that's what we have now, <laughs> which is, which is what I mean, we've I mean, fallen back into. Yeah. It's better than, this is better than the black plague feudalism. Like I'll, just, I'll take the COVID type, but it doesn't make it good. <laughs> you know, it's like just cause I, I don't have AIDS and cancer doesn't mean that I want just cancer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like at this point, if I got COVID, it would feel like a personal affront because it means the stupid people got me sick. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's weird. It the stupid people won. It has like a stigma of like, it's like you know someone's had it. It's like, do you view them differently? Are they dirty? I don't. Damaged I, goods. I see. Like, some, I don't think anyone really does, but yeah. I feel like there, there's like some sort of air of that. Like people are self conscious. I think it's yeah. more people are self conscious than people are judging. Yeah. But I, I just I see, feel it. I see everybody as dirty and filthy. Like the fact that we're even exchanging air in here right now is disgusting. The Absolutely fact, revolting. The fact that I've ever had anybody spittle in my face and, 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 you know, like, look, here's the thing. I don't mind spitting on people. It's fine. I'm cool. Maybe I'm into that. But on my face, come yeah. on. That's gross. Man, another Sean Smock story. We were walking. <laughs> uh we were walking to the baseball stadium from his house one time, walking down uh, coal, lead. I forget. I always forget which one's which. Yeah. Uh, like against traffic on the one way. We were walking on the sidewalk. And I don't think. Coal. Okay. Yeah. I don't think the guy meant to do it, but the guy spit out of his car. Yeah. And hit us. Oh. And it, at first, it felt like like he threw sand or something. Ah, like it hit hard because yeah. he was going oh, yeah. like forty miles an hour, you know. Um, but then it's, like, I realized what it was, and it's like you know, that gross, like sp- like dehydrated spit smell. <laughs> and we're just like in like halfway between his house and the baseball stadium. You just had to like wipe it in the bushes. Uh, it's making me almost gag just thinking about like his slimy loogie spit on my skin. Flimmy, if you will. And I just couldn't wait to get into that stadium and get in the bathroom and just wash my forearms. Right. It's the worst. Just wash your body. Just be like, you know what? I'm going to be wet, but you know what? I won't be flimmy. Somebody else is flimmy. It's bad enough to be flimmy yourself. So I don't know if this is a simulation or not. I suspect it is based on several synchronistic experiences yeah. throughout my life. Yeah. Um, I, I looked through, the, I looked, I, I peeked behind the curtain. But supposedly deja vu is just your brain remembering something as it's happening. As it's recording the memory, it's accessing it. That's what that feeling is, that supposedly. Seems. It's, I mean, it, it seems right, it but it, it sucks to find that out. You know, it's kind of like, oh. It's not like some magical but it's weird overlapping universe thing or something. I don't know. To me that seems more like um like a time echo. Like uh uh yes, you are remembering the experience as you're having it, but 
I always have a different way of where it goes sometimes. It doesn't always go the same way it it turns out as it happens. The idea of that we usually have of time where you're just like on one of those things they have in Vegas or at the airport, the moving sidewalk. Yeah. And uh, you're just on that and you're just going in that line. But like you have the other views of time where everything's happening at once. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think the time space time fabric is not as uh, stable as we want to pretend it is and believe it is. It's like Bill and Ted three, bro. <laughs> um, I want to, I want to read the 11 satanic rules of the earth. By <laughs> right, Anton right. Zandor LeVay. Here we go. Copyright 1967. Um, let's see, how, see how you feel about this. Uh, number one, do not give opinions or advice unless you are asked. <laughs> We That's violate nice. that shit on here. Nobody. <laughs> well, asked. I guess we were asked. If you if you're accessing this, that's like asking. <laughs> it's not like we're. Uh, I'm not like tying anyone up and making them listen to this. Uh, if you're into that, hit me up. Sliding those. Your DMs. advisory. We may be opinionating on things <laughs> nobody asked, but if you access this, then you asked. Number two, do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure they want to hear them. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. I violate that one a lot. <laughs> At least I feel like I do. Self-conscious about that. Number three, when in another's lair, show him respect respect, or else do not go there. Ooh, I like That's that. obvious. That's nice, yeah. Um, proper. If a guest, number four, if a guest in your lair annoys you, treat him cruelly and without <laughs> mercy. <laughs> I don't know. That okay. seems. Uh, I don't know that you have to be cruel and merciless. Maybe if that's warranted. <laughs> I guess it depends on the guest. And just if he annoys you, that's yeah, it. Just yeah. if they annoy you, it could be small cruelties. They don't need to be big ones. Like you know. I, I get what he's saying, though. He's saying like, don't don't take no shit. Like yeah, if yeah. someone's fucking up in your space, Absolutely. don't allow no. an inch because they'll take more and more. Yeah, I get it. Number five, do not make sexual advances unless you are given the mating signal. Boom. I mean. Hey. Hey. (laughs) It's a great one. (laughs) Number six, do not take that which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and he cries out to be relieved. Ooh. That that might be a little open up to interpretation. Like if you're like, hey, buddy, I'm going to steal your heroin because no, man, you just don't want me to have it. And then I'm going to use all your heroin or sell all your heroin or (laughs) benefit from it. I was just going to flush it. But now that you're saying that, I forgot capitalism. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Number seven, acknowledge the power of magic if you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires. If you deny the power of magic after having called upon it with success, you will lose all you have obtained. That's a weird one. Um, It's especially weird because I know that Satanists are essentially atheists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who I don't particularly believe They're not in, Wiccans? in magic in this. I mean, they employ magical ritual, but that's understood the way I know it as like just sort of a mental exercise made to yeah make the experience more uh, juicy. So are, if you're an atheist, is karma a thing? I mean, maybe. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't. I mean, the strict definition of atheism is just no god. Karma isn't god; it's a like spiritual concept. Well, I thought if it's theist, then it just means you don't follow any like dogma or belief line. Is how I is how I understood. Actually, yeah, it. you're right. You're though no, that is the technical. Okay, you're right. So, I'm wrong. So, so no, I'm just thinking like because like something like karma. So read it one more time. Cause I just want to, I just I mean, want to guess it. you could even believe in some sort of God and be atheist. If it's not, you, you could split hairs, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Read it. More. I just want to hear that one, one more time. Cause I want to like just parse it. Cause I actually agree well, I with it in some way, but believing in a God is, the, I don't know. Um, acknowledge the power of magic. If you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires, if you deny the power of magic after having called upon it with success, you will lose all you have obtained. Okay, be humbled for the gifts that you get because otherwise um, the value of those gifts is lost. You know, uh, like that's I guess that's how I that's how I heard it as you I said. I think it. another way to say that now that I've read it another time, yeah. check your privilege. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like whatever's working for you in the the scheme of the universe mm-hmm. like be thankful and accepting of that shit while simultaneously acknowledging that you've been put in a position of uh, every gangster film that i've ever watched it uh ends when the people get too greedy when they've had enough they could stop but they keep going they're like just a couple more man just a couple more and then that's when they get caught when you get greedy is when you get caught because what is magic in the in the traditional sense of you you do a spell when you want money or you want someone to fall in love with you? Right, it's a power of nature. I mean, from you're from a, you're I mean, bending the power of nature to your will. Yeah, which being born with money or <laughs> being lucky enough to be white is the same <laughs> shit. You have a certain power innately whatever your privilege is yeah yeah you're you've so i feel like it partially it. Go, goes along with that or yeah. just once you've become like once you've learned about the this view of the world if you benefit from it like acknowledge that and especially if you're going to call it that like to right. me it could just be like that's my privilege instead of being like this is a magical power with which i hold and again, like like I said, if you're gonna mess with those kind of things, definitely be wary of those darker, dangerous forces that go with them too. I mean, yeah, not really. Just look what happened to Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> oh my God! All right, Giuliani's <laughs> is the best band name ever. We'll, we'll talk about him in a minute. I mean, we'll go through the rest of these, and then we'll get there. Uh, number eight: Do not complain about anything to which you need not subject yourself. In other words, huh. if it's your own damn fault, shut the fuck up. <laughs> if you made this mess It's another one I violate a lot Just go with it uh, Whining I do Yeah I do too Everybody does yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Number nine Do not harm little children Oh Yeah That's obvious Yeah don't harm the kiddos And I also feel like They just threw it in there Because they're Satanists So they're just like See it's in our fucking coat <laughs> So fuck off with that shit We don't do that <laughs> Nobody wants to harm little kids. Yeah, except your priests, you fucking hypocrites. <laughs> they're, but whatever. They're sweet and they're gross. <laughs> sweet and disgusting. That's children. <laughs> I mean, I don't want them around me. Yeah, I don't no, want but, them near me to yeah. have an opportunity but, but to you, harm them. Yeah, but if, but if they're around, I'm not going to harm yeah, them. Yeah, but if they're like dancing it from afar, you're like, dance, child, dance. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Occasionally, I'll see a video of, of a 
a young on, a uh, young on the internet and i'll go look at that young doing young stuff <laughs> it's fine i can yeah <laughs> number 10 do not kill non-human animals unless you are attacked or for your food wow. sure okay that's yeah straightforward yeah. why not Fucking uh, don't be like the the Trump kids <sighs> shooting lions or whatever. Or whoever killed the although I guess bears recently I, I guess the the argument about those like trophy hunting things is that they do they just like the community takes that meat and then uses it and eats it right and they can do that but I don't know at at this point it just seems unnecessary I don't know yeah, I don't know the details to have a, a solid opinion well on that when shit. It, whenever it seems I, gross when I me. talk when I talk to hunters about it it's like whoa they have to. Watch out for predator numbers, but then they say the same thing about deer. That's true. You're like, though, there's too many deer. deer, and you're like, well, if you didn't kill all the predators, the you know natural predators, the deer could would be regulated. That's a good point. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm sure killing things is fun, guys. But well, it's like once you start fucking with shit, you know, it's, isn't that they're like a Simpsons thing where they there's like baboons and then they. Or that doesn't start with baboons, but there's like rats, so they do snakes, and then they do oh yeah 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 or something, and then it like keeps escalating yeah. until they have the baboons, and then there's like leopards that kill the baboons, <laughs> and, and then they got to do something <laughs> about the leopards, <laughs> and then yeah. finally number eleven, when walking in open territory, bother no one. If someone bothers you, ask him to stop. <laughs> if he does not stop, destroy him. It's pretty sound advice. I feel like that one might be a little overkill. <laughs> Destroy him. They're all. It's all theatric. Like all that shit is over there. Like what was the other ones? Where it was like, don't mess with small children. Oh, that one's not. But um, oh treat him cruelly and without mercy. <laughs> like that's a little over the top, you know. But again, that's interpretive. You could be like cold shoulder. And then, like, the, the magic thing is all theatrical over the top. Yeah. I don't know. But it's fun. That it's, was a good one. Because it's kind of mocking religion, but at the same time, it's, like, a sound <laughs> set of advice yeah. for living. The The funny thing is, while it seems like it's mocking religion, it, se- it feels more like it's mocking just the horrendous human condition. The unfortunate <laughs> lightness of being. <laughs> It's, uh, but it's also celebrating because Satan, like the idea of the Satanist is like hedonism. Yeah. Within sensible, right. you know, don't endanger yourself. Don't you know, catch the, AIDS. But. The, the only problem <laughs> that I see with like hedonism is like, I, I love, okay, first of all, on the record, I love hedonism. Yeah. Have been a, have been a hedonist since, uh. What is that? I don't. What is the what is the Baphomet doing? Isn't he doing like? Oh, a, I should know this. Yeah, you should know it. He's but anyway, I've, I've I've done. Uh, I've done a lot of. Uh, I have enjoyed hedonism, but I guess, I guess what I found at the end of that rainbow is that, um, hedonism is more a, a celebration of materialism. Which, like, I guess in my, like, post-20s and 30s shamanistic... Uh, <laughs> you can you can celebrate the material and the, the sensual and the physical and the yeah. indulgent. Yeah. And also realize that 
to celebrate that is to preserve and honor it in you a can, way that's uh, not wasteful. Uh, I agree, and I think that's I think it's the um, unfortunate part that the human animal at this current in this current iteration is missing out on is the fact that that and that and I and I honestly that's why when I talk about my cult, hello, Sex you can check out Holiday Rob's cult. Uh, it's about sex and fruit and sex and fruit are two things that are replenishable, two things that are absolutely enjoyable and two things that in essence, yeah, there you go. In essence, uh, don't necessarily hurt anybody because both, of the, both, of the, everybody exists because of sex. Number one. And then number two, as, far as we know, and then number two, fruit is literally, literally the manifestation of sex. It is the embodiment of sex as 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 a <laughs> vegetative thing. It is like, hey, here's how I'm gonna reproduce. Man, it's making fruit. my mouth water right now thinking about an orange or like a grapefruit. Yeah, and like here's the thing, I don't say those things because I'm like, we should just do these things willy nilly, whatever, whatever. No, I think like, we should do them nilly, but not willy. But in, go on. In both, in both. <laughs> In both parts, the fruit and the sex, there is the biological imperative, which love beautifully. The human race has come to a point where we don't necessarily need to, you know, take part in that. We don't have to be part of the biological imperative, which is to survive and to produce biological progeny. Like that's, you know, that's the biological imperative. Uh, Survive. It's not kill. It's just survive. It's survive and reproduce. Those are those are the two. You know, if you boil down all life, in essence, its purpose. That's what it is. I mean, it's like uh, it's like switching from hunter gatherer society to an agricultural based existence. Yeah, that's what it's like having a surplus. <laughs> we now have a surplus of people. Yeah. We need to change our strategy. Well, <laughs> we don't have to worry about running out of people. <laughs> what was the, what was like, the big lesson that Michael Crichton tried to get across in Jurassic Park? Uh, I mean, besides life finds a way, but that, but that these frogs, you know, that they were taking the DNA from, they can uh, either be hermaphrodites or switch. Are these sexes. the frogs Alex Jones talks about that are turning the kids gay or whatever? <laughs> it <laughs> must it be the same frogs. I thought it was the Ninja Turtles, but. Or is it turning the frogs gay? I don't know. Sorry. But no, no, it's these, it's, it's so <clears throat> if these frogs can reproduce, you know, uh, uh, with some kind of like equal uh, amount of so, frogs. Right. In Jurassic Park, they yeah. explain these dinosaurs can't reproduce because they're all female or all male or whatever. All yeah, female. All female, yeah. But some of the DNA that they used to fill in the gaps that weren't present in the sample they got from the little mosquito uh, was this frog that can switch its sex in times of like survival yeah, when, it, if when they need to mate and there's no other... to reproduce. Right. They can change their sex. Um and so I don't know if that's a real thing. Is that a real thing? I, I believe that's a real thing. Amphibians are incredible right. creatures. But because of that, the dinosaurs then adapt that ability and they find the eggs. Ian Malcolm says, life uh, finds, finds a, a way. way. 
Yeah. So I don't understand how in something as complex as humans, but yet also uh, within the limits of evolutionary science, that you wouldn't have the manifestation of more people who would have interests with which in the biological imperative is not the main focal point anymore. I, I mean, maybe there is a, uh, a fail safe built in that we don't know about. You know, like maybe there's going to be more gay people or maybe well, but that, or but just that, more sterile people or more, I don't know, but, like but something what, that balances it automatically. That's what I'm saying, though. I mean, the, the thing, the idea that like either gay or transgender have never been with us is kind of false, because when you look at native cultures, obviously, there oh, are yeah, people, I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. No, 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 I know. I'm just I'm saying for the listener out there that the idea of gay and transgender have been around for a long time, but I do. I mean, as long as humans, I, I, I I do really believe that in some evolutionary step, there is a point where a species will reach a point where it doesn't need to reproduce. In fact, it actually needs the opposite of that. It needs more people to take care of reproduced individuals, (laughs) you know, than it actually needs to replicate itself. Which at that point it would make more gay people because they're way less likely to reproduce for obvious reasons. Right. Unless you're like a gay woman in New Mexico. (laughs) I'm not saying this is like a thing that's happening. I'm just like spitballing. If I was God, (laughs) but but I'm saying, I'm saying if I was God, I'd make more gay people. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying there's no reason from like a biological standpoint of looking at a species to not look at it in that view as well. Like that's, that's, I think it's a, uh, uh, completely valid. I mean, just like the straight couples who don't want to have kids and, you know, at any point, I know a couple of people, it's pretty interesting to see them like married and coupled up and like, they're just like, well, we go to Disney world all the time. Who cares if we have kids or not? Cause it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty great. You know? And, and, and like who can fault them? I don't give a shit. Like I don't, you know, necessarily think it's the most important. I don't think overall for the human race, it's the most important thing to have a kid. Do I think it's important that we take care of our kids? Yes, yes, yes. Obviously. Yes, obviously. We're, we're, we're following the, what was that, seventh, that's, eighth rule? That's almost the exact opposite of what Republicans think. They think it's very important to have the kids but not take care of the filthy, gross, brown, poor children once they exist. <laughs> what do you think that would make the age of uh, joining the military be if they could? 12 years old? Um, Is that too old? <laughs> well, now with video games, they'd probably let you be a drone pilot at like oh, nine. Yeah, yeah. You want those kids because they're fast. Yeah, they, kick and they can my do it for like sixteen time. straight hours yep. without missing a beat. Sugar, you just give them sugar. Yeah, just give them Mountain Dew and sugar and uh, like uh, bikini girls and b- with boobies and but stuff. Give them an IV with like fucking meth. Like fuck it. <laughs> yeah, well they're already on war. it. Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> The kids are already on. We got a war to win, baby. (laughs) That's right. The (laughs) operation rest of the brown ones. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. Anyway, sorry, we got stuck on that one. But I'm I'm not. I apologize for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there was a bigger conversation that was happening that who knows, man. We lost. We lost out on. Well, we were talking about the simulations. Well, yeah, that was the main. I mean, that's that's what you kicked shit off with. But I, I I don't know. It's just it's a weird it's a weird time to be alive because you're thinking about that's true. Uh, you're thinking about a pandemic. You're thinking about if if this was any other period in human history we wouldn't necessarily 
even be like 2020, whatever. This would be the age of the age of coronavirus, the age of COVID-19, the age of SARS-CoV-2, like whatever it's called right now. I don't know what it's called, but um, it's still called COVID-19. But but like it is going to hinder. OK, so think about the human again, the human, the mammal, the creature, yeah, the species. I don't want to. But we're social creatures. We need other people. I mean, yeah. we go crazy if we're in isolation. Yeah. So that's like the worst punishment. That's crazy. Like as bad as prison is like you think about like the main fear of going to prison is yeah. literally the other people there. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's the main deterrent from Ass- going there. assault and violence by others. <laughs> but once you go there, the worst punishment you can have is to be separated from those other people. Isn't that strange? I know, uh, you know, because I, I think about it, like if I was in like maximum security, pound me in the ass prison, yeah. <laughs> I would be, I would welcome solitary. I, I think, think I would, yeah. But I, it must not be all it's cracked up to be. But it would be interesting <laughs> like, because it would be one of the few times I could really flex that um, meditation muscle where it's like, yeah, how, how but, long can I do this before I either mentally break or I reach enlightenment? Is that as much fun when you don't have the option to just turn on the TV <laughs> and not do that, though? It, I, you, you know, know it, like, I, I guess it's my last-ditch thing. If you're going to take everything away from me, I'm either going to find the best way to deal with that or lose my mind trying. <laughs> uh, Which is why meditation is a good practice. It in is. Times of, it is. In times of crisis, it's... It helps you keep your uh, yeah. senses about you. I remember uh, when I had my first kidney stone Oof. and I didn't know what the fuck. I thought I might be dying. Yeah. Like it yeah. was, I I looked like a zombie. I was all pale and like shuffling around the ER, like grabbing onto walls. I couldn't stay in one place and I couldn't sit down because bending my insides made it worse. Ugh. It's like cramping a hose, you know, like I had to be straight. <laughs> it wasn't as bad, but fuck. Um, not fun. But I remember thinking, like, because I had been reading a lot about meditation, and I had been doing like the Zen meditation, yeah. like the Zazen, where you just sit there and don't think, basically. And I remember being super thankful for that, just because I had sort of a place in my brain where I could go to, like in Fight Club, <laughs> where they when he puts the acid or whatever the yeah, the base the on his it's hand, lie. the lie, yeah. The, Base burn, the basic. You kiss your hand and then put a little lie on it and right. it causes a chemical burn. And then you use what? Vinegar to neutralize, neutralize it? Neutralize it. Yeah. Any um, acid. You can right. use lemon juice. Right. Um, I love science. But like that where you have to go to the, the place in your mind, like the zen place. Yeah. Like I, I was able to slightly do that with the kidney stone and I remember being thankful for that. Hey, uh, hey, this is the interlude. Welcome to the interlude. Hello. Um, we're going to play a song. Yeah. Uh, it's by a friend of the show, Aaron Bent. That's right. Um, and it's called Hungover. It's a, yeah. And it's the way I might feel tomorrow unless I have the presence of mind to drink water. Drink a lot of water Hydrate. before bed. Hydrate. But then I'll be up all night peeing. It's almost as bad as being hungover. Hey, man, are you American or European? <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Well, here's Aaron Bent, hungover, and we'll talk to you in a minute. Okay. Here's a newer tune. I'm sure we all feel this way at times. Here's hungover. 
Unfortunately, like um, uh, disassociation is is like a family practice in my family. So like I can disassociate a lot easier than I can anything else. So Just like unplug. Yeah, no, it's terrifying. Like uh, in a couple situations where like things have just gotten too crazy, like I have a hard time remembering them because I've been like, nope, I'm gonna go somewhere else. Like. And and that's not what they're you know that's not what they're trying to get you to do when the when in those kind of guided meditation things they're trying to get you to a point where you can like still be within yourself 
and deal with the experience. Um, that's what they were finding out, though, about marijuana is how it deals with pain, though. Like the way the body responds to pain and the way you res- thus respond to pain. Like if the body responds to pain differently, you do as well. And for some do do. And for some reason, marijuana causes that whole thing to happen. I don't what know. do you mean? So, uh, for example, have you ever worked out after you've smoked? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's great, right? Yeah, actually, every time I've worked out in the last decade or okay, so. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you can tell a difference from the times before. Like, say you worked out and then smoked versus, like, smoked before and then worked out. And, like, while things may seem slower at first, you have an endurance and an ability that goes a little bit longer than you would have if you had just, like, gone sober you know dry sober into it Um, and burned yourself out i i had stopped playing baseball by the time i started smoking pot yeah but i knew guys who played baseball and smoked pot and they swore it was a performance enhancing drug yeah because it gave you the monofocus ability yes like hitting a baseball like it was it was like not slow motion but like just i don't know you could just focus it was just you could see it better so i did i did a ninja warrior video for a guy right and so that meant i'd get to go to the ninja warrior gymnasium and like do all the stuff you know like do all the things gymnasium who says a word anymore um and so every once in a while i would do like an edible beforehand and yeah the monofocus was there the um like, yeah, you'd be, like, sore or pained, but you could still kind of push yourself a little bit further. You could kind of, you know, ignore the pain this a little bit better. This is the thing I've been thinking about a lot because I have that same experience when I'm hiking high. Yeah. Like, I'll hike, and it's just like a trudge, and then I'll smoke and then keep hiking. And it's like all the – my brain is, like, constantly, like, thinking of all the – the possibilities of trails and like calculating like times and distances. And when I'm high, like it's in overdrive, just like doing that (laughs) shit. It's like, I'm, it's like playing a video game or something. Like it's just like, um, but I've been thinking about how it's like this weird double edged sword. uh, Like, cause it's the same thing. Like if I'm painting or uh, like making a song and I'm getting high, yeah, like I can get in that same mode where it's just like the groove. Yeah. But it's like the weed is like gasoline for that shit. Oh like yeah. It just makes it like, you know, but also if I smoke pot and then don't do that, it makes it harder to start doing anything creative or productive or interesting. Right. There's also like the, I'm saying like the stereotypical, like lazy stoner, like I don't want to do anything. <laughs> like that it's they're like it's right on the other side of the coin like see i don't i i just i don't get that because you i guess it's also habitual so like if i'm like right now we're in the mode of like it's winter and stuff like that i got a bunch of lumber this summer we've got it piled up i'm cutting it because we have a nice fireplace i'm trying to not use gas so much you're a lumberjack and you're okay i'm okay yeah i work all night and i sleep all day oh wait uh vice versa um but yeah, uh, so I'll smoke while I'm like throwing the 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 huge mauler, trying to bust these <laughs> cut pieces into like usable wood and whatever. 
and um and it's nice like i'll just like listen to music and like yeah i'll get like winded and tired which i would have anyway without smoking but like the thing is i can kind of get into a groove a little bit better like when i do it sober it's like i tend to push a little too hard and there's no endurance there you know whereas like now i've gotten to this point where like i have a good now i can even not smoke right and do that and i can pace myself a lot better i think it's like smoking and doing something that's multitask not yeah. good no not good no. you can't you lose your mind you can't watch a movie and type a paper at the same time right but but doing a specific task where you're that's the thing you're doing it's like it's like a funnel like you can't do a bunch of stuff down into you got to do one thing and then it like widens if i had a mostly safe factory i would get my workers stoned <laughs> yeah because yeah. re- repetitive things are exciting oh yeah when i worked uh in the i won't say exactly where but doing like uh like assembly stuff like yeah. putting together yeah uh, packages to send out for a company yep like yeah, it's perfect. But you had to make sure you double checked because there are when you have to do like counting and math stuff. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. it can get dicey. Right. Um, but it makes you a little more careful with your work too. I think is. Yeah, I think like that's like the mono task. Like if you're gonna focus on one thing, that's the time to smoke. Yeah. Especially if it's a creative. Oh, I mean, yeah. Or, or like an exercise, something with rhythm where you can just get lost in the. Because the crazy thing is that like repetitive. why even while you're high, when you start physically using your body, you get reacclimated to your body. So it's not like you're like, well, I'm high and doing things like, no, you're very much in your body and you know what you're doing with it. You have a better, you almost have a better sense of your body a little bit because you really have to, again, focus on your body. But I think that overall you just respond to that when you, when you have, yeah, when I'm in uh, that situation, like hiking high, like as like plotting little routes and even little routes, like just with, as far as like where I'm going to put my feet and looking 10 feet ahead. It, if there's a couple different ways to go up a rock, like, just like the way my brain when I'm high, like calculates it. Like it's like fun. It's more fun. And like, I don't know. I don't know how to, yeah, the, the micro focus, but, but I'm probably more susceptible to like being killed by a leopard at that time. <laughs> Not a leopard, but a, you know, what do we have? Mountain lions. Maybe. I mean, do we have leopards here? I we, mean, they have them in have, Mexico. I know we have jaguars. Mount- they we, must come up here occasionally. Maybe, but and I definitely know we have mountain lions. Oh yeah, uh, I, I was looking at a um, pumas. So apparently, there are some wild cats that can breed crossbreed with domestic cats. Can they change their gender? <laughs> Dinosaurs. They can't do mammals. Do not have that ability. No. Yeah, wolves can <laughs> fuck dogs too. <laughs> That's kind of true. Similar. Man. That's kind of true. There's wolf dogs. Well, like hybrids. the hy- the hyena leaders, like they're usually pretty well endowed, even though they're female. No, they have those weird fake dicks. Yeah. Yeah, it's freaky, weird. man. I don't know. Some weird shit. Existence is odd, man. So what what got us off on this tangent, and I'm going to bring it try and bring it back around real quick, is Good we luck. were talking about we were talking about hedonism being materialism. Manifest uh-huh. manifest materialism. Why can't it be called shedonism? 
Sheetanism, <laughs> bothanism, um, allinism. Um, All lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, like while a practicer and and believer in hedonism, the materialist in me, and while I think it's important, and we we're talking about the uh, biological imperative, the need to reproduce and 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 go forward and whatever and stuff like that. Um, I think that really does, if we're talking that this is some kind of s- simulation built on experiential limitations, <laughs> I really do think that speaks to this experience though. And while I don't believe, you know, dying on the largest pile of money as we were bringing up Gugliani, Rudy Gugliani, um, I'm melting. I'm melting. <laughs> Today he gave a press conference and the motherfucker's hair dye. It's was... just for men or whatever. He didn't <laughs> oh rinse it out. God. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's so embarrassing. It's like every other week with this motherfucker. Like it's just, comical. The Borat thing, <laughs> the Four Seasons total landscaping thing. Just just as a geriatric thing that's embarrassing as fuck. Yeah. Like if you were like, that's my grandpa. Like you'd be so fucking embarrassed. But on the other hand, you're just like dude really like what what is the plan what is the plan uh uh because because like i don't know that's a that's a perverted version of hedonism whatever he's practicing it the the idea that you die on the biggest pile of money hey i got the most shit and i died on it guess what that's like uh it's like trying to explain minecraft to someone who's only played pac-man that's what it's like oh like Rudy Giuliani only knows Pac-Man. <laughs> the idea of a game that's just a, an orgy of creation. Yeah. So what's the goal? Who do you dominate? How do you win? How do you win? I need the high score, right? How do you get the high score? No, I gotta that's be not what Minecraft's about. I gotta it's get about, it over on somebody it's else. It's about having fun and then having an adventure. There's nowhere to get to. It's just about the experience, and you build something, and then you show your friends, and you all enjoy it. Wait a minute. I can't Fortnite somebody and then teabag? <laughs> I mean, that's fun, too. I'm not knocking <laughs> I'm yeah. not knocking that, yeah, but, but I'm saying as a metaphor. Yeah. No, it's a great saying. metaphor. It's a good metaphor because I think it's an apt metaphor. It yeah. is. It is. It's, it's kind of like how, like, we don't, we don't knock – Animal Crossing for its creativity. We it's more of a repetitive thing that's kind of like uh, you know I've I'm been playing obligated. No Man's Sky and it's basically Animal Crossing <laughs> in space. It's just a bunch of busy work tasks. That's what it is. Like it's just like well, okay, so a then, job. So, so then, <laughs> like, so then there's two things. There's two things. Uh, uh, um, a life well lived is one of purpose. Is is what they always say. You got to find your purpose. But I think like. Uh, there are literal examples of people who die after they lose their job. Like just the job, just the need of them going to do a thing every day is important enough to keep them alive and part of this existence. It's also the capitalist mindset that your identity is your job. When someone asks you at a party and you're making small talk, so what do you do? Right. But that but, means what do you, how are you exploited for your labor? Right. <laughs> That's right, what right. That but, means. but strip like, all that away and then look at inc- ancient cultures. So ancient cultures are saying that like, no, everybody's important. Everybody has a, tw- everybody has a use. Old people are a fount of wisdom, a font of wisdom, you know? Right. And, uh, 
And so there's Helvetica. It's 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 values in different respects versus just like it's all about funding this machine, this system right now. No, it's like, no, it's like uh, an elderly person gets a certain. I mean, just the 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 croning ceremony. I I don't. Have you ever seen that stuff? Like the we've watched that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red letter media. Yeah, and that's like a joke. But like honestly, honestly, at the end of the day, like that's super important. The ability to to move from, um, like uh, phases of life. Yeah, existential plateaus, you know, are extremely important to those who are experiencing the existence. You got childhood, Uh adolescence. Yep. Oh man, what a fuck up. And then at the end of adolescence is like the courtship and then you yeah. move into the householder stage. There you go. And then you have kids and you raise the kids and then you retire. And right. that's the last stage yeah. is the elderly. Yeah. And 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 that usually so like if you were talking about a multi generational have kids, but <laughs> do go yeah, on. Yeah, what a, but but just a multi generational <laughs> home, whether that's like uh biological or otherwise and that scene is a failure in this system which like, is if, which is super unfortunate because right. that's dumb. incredible because that ties you to what you were before that keeps you tethered to an idea i mean but what, who did you conquer if you didn't go out and conquer <laughs> your own destroy your own thing in the name of whatever. but see what's crazy about that is that the materialists let's not call them the hedonists let's call them the materialists the materialists believe that conquering is an external exercise whereas like the real thing you need to conquer is your own ego and self you're talking about jihad right now (laughs) that's what no that's what that shit is the real meaning i mean and i'm not muslim so if i'm butchering this i'm sorry but (laughs) where's your quran as as i've had it explained by some like the jihad is like about the internal war of your own spiritual journey. Absolutely. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't it be who, uh, there's a, there's a great meme. That's like, uh, uh, I don't know if it's a bicycle one and it's like me and then the stick is me. And then you throw it in the, in the spokes and you fall down and it's me and you're like, damn it, me, you know? And the whole thing is, is the whole self sabotage was carried out by yourself. You yeah. did it to yourself. Nobody is your worst enemy. I mean, the whole point of the Adventures of Link, uh, Zelda Two, late '90s alt rockers lit had a song about this. I saw Zebrahead one time. Uh, it was at Edge Fest. Zebrahead played. And uh, Zebrahead's a fun live band, and yeah. so they were taking requests. You know, we had a request, and I think they meant like their own songs, but it was a, like a radio festival, so no one <laughs> knew who they were because it was early in the day. And so someone yelled because that song had just broke and it was big. Someone yelled out, "Lit!" <laughs> they played it. Well, they started it. He yeah. didn't know the whole thing, but it was funny. <laughs> anyway, sorry I derailed it. No, 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 no. You're but, your own worst enemy. Yeah, but, but your own worst critic. Well, and just you know, but there's benefit to that. Absolutely. Like without Absolutely. that, how do you have like the driven type that no, no, no. builds well, the rocket or whatever? You what still I, have to have that. Here's what I'm saying: you need your self critic. You always need your self critic. Yeah. Your self critic is your homeboy. It's your John Lovitz, cartoon character. 
But what you don't need is your self-sabotager. You don't need that Beastie Boys song fucking your shit up all the time. You need it for the parties because that's your right, and they fought for that and died for your right. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> no, but like, but like that's that. Those are literally the things that you have to get past. It's not like one thing that I will uh, certainly 100% agree with. Um, with not who who was the guy? Uh, uh, McKenna. Terrence McKenna. Terrence McKenna. He was saying the one of the most important things about the psychedelic experience is the basically a dissolution of ego. So if you can get rid of the ego, you can teach the human species, the meat creature, how to behave in experiential space. You know? Yeah, but you can't just straight up kill the ego because... No, 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 no. Because no. we all have the thought when we're tripping balls, it should be like this all the time. It's yeah. like, no, because then you won't have a house and you won't be able to chop wood and carry the water to survive. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think I think what you have to realize is that the your ego has a purpose. Well, and that the ego is almost impossible to separate from yourself to some degree because every experiential thing that flows through you will flow through the that's what I was talking about, the conduit of whatever you are, your ego, your essence, what, you know. And and that's how and and, and in those terms that's how you will understand it and know it is through the conduit of what you are, which is your ego. And, um, it's like a touchstone to, it's your anchor, right? It's your fucking anchor, man. It's, it's, it's how you know what you are ever at any point. And, um, I sent you a good meme today that was like, uh, it's always reincarnation this or uh, what was it? Afterlife that. Afterlife that. that. (laughs) Can a motherfucker just not exist? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and I and I wonder about that because like while I was you know so hell bent on like death isn't the end, death isn't the end, like I'm not sure what the next step is is is, is it like an opt-in an an an, an opt-in well, extra experience metaphysical experience. Or here's the way I view it, right? <laughs> Say that a human being is made up the human soul the human experience in this vessel in this amount of years I have is made up of 10 jelly beans. Yeah. And we have a big tray, right? Okay. So you have a little, uh, it's like a cookie cutter, right? you put that over that fits exactly over the 10 jelly beans. Yeah. So in the middle, there's a big pile of jelly beans and my dad fucks my mom. And at that moment, this cookie cutter comes down, grabs my 10 jelly beans and pulls it over here. And then that, those 10 jelly beans go through existence. And at the end, the cookie cutter comes off when I die. And those 10 jelly beans go back into the tumbler of jelly beans, right. mixed back up. Yeah. So those 10 parts of me are all now scattered. Yeah. And eventually, at different times, they'll all, maybe they'll be together partially again. No, not probably not in full, but who knows, you know? So my little, my little human brain yeah. is always like, because I'm a very like logic reasoned person. So I'm very like, it's always got to have a reason or a logic or a purpose. And so I'm like, well, 
this whole exp- so to me what i understood in 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 native culture what's a big thing is that like this is just another plane of existence like there's more other planes of existence or whatever or you know this is just a transitional period right now this right. existence that we're doing and I'm, so i'm trying to understand personally just like the purpose of that what if it's like bitcoin like you know how bitcoin is just uh it's it's uh, mined by a program that runs equations that create it yeah so it's r- computing power creates bitcoin right what if i have an interesting take on this but what if this simulation our very existence just the act of experiencing a human life in all of whatever form that takes um interestingly in this game i'm playing no man's sky that i was just talking about <laughs> yeah. one of the things you go to this weird place out of time it's called the space anomaly which and it's basically the multiplayer hub but you go there and it's it exists it's you can summon it and then it exists out of space and time of the rest of the universe and there's like these beings there that ex- have like escaped from regular existence yeah but you go and explore all these planets and shit and then you can take that raw data of experience of experiencing the universe to them in exchange for whatever but I'm saying like the experience of living life, like that raw data yeah. is, is the thing. Like that's the purpose okay. in and of itself. Right now. Yeah. That's the value. I, you know, so the, 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 okay. So I came down, I came down from my, <laughs> from my castle in the sky. Finally. <laughs> yeah. From last week. Cause I was still on it. I was like, I'm not drinking anything. Like I'll smoke some weed, whatever. It's cool, but I'm not drinking anything. Cause I was still kind of coming off of it. And then like two days later I was like, this is existence is bullshit. Why am I doing this? I, I got back to the human part. Just you know? That serotonin crash. That's <laughs> all that is. <laughs> full, full ego, full ego came back. And, um, and, uh, but like, while I think about the purpose of it and while I try and, like parse like oh what's the purpose of this you know like why are we do you know why are we experiencing what is this so important you know to experience this uh existential whatever this is i i realize part way through there's a long lens which with, with which i'm trying to understand this because like while i'm saying that like yes i did converge and have a uh, uh a, a rendezvous a um uh, uh uh, coming together with an ancient being, which is which is the mushroom. Counter. Yeah, this is like an ancient being of like probably generations of mushrooms that have like grown, spored, you know, uh, germinated. Oh, like hun- like yeah. thousands of yeah. generations. Yeah. yeah, and so like, uh, I think the how the, often do mushrooms do that? I, yearly, <laughs> monthly, weekly—I don't even know. Yeah, daily, <laughs> you no, know, like I don't know daily, don't know. but like you know, dozens of days, like right. you know, whatever. Like it's 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 a lot, and so yes, maybe I am experiencing the memories of this ancient creature, you know, that may have been visited upon our yeah, earth. Yeah, that from, experiential data from another thing, but like the the I think the thing that we are missing as human beings is that like while we try and believe that we are so individual and so important and so 
incredible on our own is that like and and it was one thing from uh the tv show heroes that i always appreciated is that like mohinder was very big on like i'm just a copy of my father and not a very good copy i don't i, I didn't like that show i'm not familiar so with. so his character was always interesting and i wish we could have, I, I wish that show would have delved into that idea more where too many characters but go on <laughs> where 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 basically we are some kind of version of the people that came before us um that and which is is terrifying because what that means is the spirit only lives on as long as existence lives on but i have a hard time not saying that that isn't like a very important point considering that like I do feel like to some degree I have met an ancient being and interacted with them in some way <laughs> because yeah, that I've literally had similar experiences. <laughs> we that... talked about them last week. Check out last week's show. If you want to hear about that shit. Yeah. But, but, but like, I'm just, I'm just saying, but the weird thing is that we don't want to kind of admit to our own ties of having ancient, you know, existence with the first hominids that, you know, I mean, came out of the primordial stew. Yeah, how many uh, self-proclaimed atheists? As soon as they, you know, have a real bad fever, or what's the what's the? <laughs> There's no atheist in a foxhole. Yes, exactly, exactly what I was going for. It's yeah. <sighs> yes. Um, We're there. Is it time? <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, we're there. Okay, we made it. We did it. I don't know if that's if any of that's what we plan to talk about. Um, I got most of my points out. I might have. I don't. I don't even now. I don't even remember what we talked about. Hey, liquor's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna start doing shamanic mushroom experiences. <laughs> yeah, man. I need 120 to. bucks a pop. You can come to my house. We'll uh, do a sweat lodge, and then no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that shit's intense. You ever do that shit? Yes, it's amazing. Fuck, dude. It's fucking oh, amazing. I don't ever want to do it again, but it is amazing. You uh, only do it with a um, like a, a, a native person, because like there was. A, oh, I'm sure there's. There was yeah, that one crew that killed a bunch fakes. of people, yeah. <laughs> like five years ago or whatever. Yeah, when I I it was intense. I don't. Yeah. Anyway, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Can I have the mushroom experience for free? That's what I need to figure out what I'm doing when I have this next. It's almost time, I feel like. Yeah. And I feel like it's some sort of serendipity that the last 2 weeks it's been like the like some sort of weird psychedelic nature of existence conversation. Right. On this podcast. Yeah. Um, which is like my weekly diary like check-in with the world lately it feels like. Uh I'm going to tell you <laughs> This is like the dumbest thing I'm ever going to say, but like <laughs> this year <laughs> has been incredible for having best year ever <laughs> for having these exper experiences because I watched a host of films that I just believe were like way more life changing when you're in that state, you know, that are way more important on levels when you're open to them. Um, I mean, that's all art. You ever go to a museum yeah, trip? Yeah, that's true. That's it's true. hard. I did it once. It's God. sketchy because you feel like you're gonna I would get love arrested. To. I would love to. <laughs> but... I would love to go to L.A. 
Museum of uh, L.A. County Museum of Art. I just went to the regular ass Albuquerque. Or no, I went to. I go to Albuquerque Museum or I go to the Hispanic Cultural Center. I don't remember. Hispanic Cultural I'm Center. I'm conflating would be dope. memories. Just that building is cool. Just hanging out outside of it would be cool because there's that big step pyramid. Yeah. What's cool about LACMA is there's like it's like a small uh, college campus. So there's about like eight different buildings. So you can just get lost. And if I'm gonna have mushrooms and do an art experience, I don't want to know where I am. That's when we get lost. Let's do that shit. Let's go to LA and eat mushrooms and go to the museum before. End COVID. Put on a fucking mask. Yeah. Come on. We can do this. We've done so much. We went to space one time. Man, should I cancel my trip? I, I keep thinking about it. Oh, where are you going? Arizona. When? Uh, December. Mid-December. I don't know. But here's, we're we're, we're, get, we're supposed opinion. to go for Christmas too, and I want to cancel that shit too because we're going to the Midwest. Here, like honest opinion, like how bad is this? Is it? I mean, it's not even. It's the same as me coming over here because, like, uh, so here I, I talked about a little last week, but I'm an only child, right? Yeah. So it's just me uh, and my two parents. And we're all kind of homebodies. Like, they're not, like, going out and partying or anything. They're both going to work, but so am I. Um, and I'm sure precautions are taken at their work, just like at mine. Yeah. Um, I'm going to drive there. I'm going to rent a car. So the only point of contact is going to be the rental place. So I'm the, talking to the one ga- person. Gasoline in pay at Flagstaff, the pump. yeah. I pay at the pump. I don't have to see anyone. I know where the gas stations are. Like, I'm not going to... Yeah, and then if I have to pee, I'll pee in a bottle. I'll <laughs> shit right before I leave so I can hold it for seven hours. I'm a pee. I won't bottle. eat any Popeye's chicken th- <laughs> that it. morning, so Damn I won't it. have to shit several times. Bummer. I know that's, but uh, yeah, so that's not. I mean, that's just like me coming here, right? Right. I guess. I mean. I mean, something could happen. I could break down and have to interact with people. I will I will tell you, as somebody who has a cousin that caught it. Okay, so two things. She was in the same area that you're going to go to. Uh, it was during the first wave. It's been a bad area the whole time, so, which makes sense because it's Arizona. Um, and yeah, then, but then area. she also had the compounding truth that she's a nurse, so... You well, know. that's not, I mean, you know, that's, uh, that kind of sends it into like, oh yeah, of course that variable is not considered then. Cause it's, <laughs> yeah. Fan- fantastical. Right. It's an outlier. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like, comment and subscribe. Let me know if I should go to Arizona and visit my parents or not. It seems fine to I me. I really I, do. I mean, I think your situation is a lot safer than mine. It's not like a family gathering. It's three people, two of which live together. And well, then, worse, worse. I'm gonna take a plane. I'm gonna see, get a plane. Fuck that shit. I'm not doing. I'm that. gonna get an aluminum tube with a bunch of people and go to the Midwest where it's exploding right now. You know, and uh, I mean it's exploding here too. It is. It's exploding everywhere. But Midwest I mean, right, is slightly worse in most states. It is. Than yeah. Here, but yeah. we're. I mean, right on the edge. Right now, uh, what is it? North. North Dakota is the worst. I think um, South Dakota. South Dakota's next. North Dakota's at like almost 60%. I thought South, eh, whatever. 
I don't know. Maybe it is South Dakota. I don't. They're both like neck and neck. They're though. like the Koreas. I can't keep them straight. Actually, that's <laughs> not true. I can keep who, those straight pretty easily. Who needs more than one Dakota? <laughs> who needs? We had a Dakota the, fanning. Well, what's we need the a joke? Dakota, like whatever if, her name if is. the if the Dakotas decided to combine right now and become one state, they don't have enough people to do that under the current. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I've heard that <laughs> they're only enough to be a county. Yeah. <laughs> Dakota County. Formerly North and South Dakota. Uh, sorry, Dakota, we're busting your nuts. You don't need us to do uh, that. You're already doing it. Yourself. Shout out to my friend Casey and my friend Eric, who both live. I don't know if they listen to that. I know they have listened to this. If yeah. you're listening, shout out. They both live in South Dakota. Whoa. They're 311 friends. Oh. Which, yeah. Musical buddies. All right. Well, I guess we did a podcast. We did. We sure fucking did. We um, took more people on uh, the ride of this existential experience. Is this how it's going to be now? Is this a psychedelic podcast? No. I mean, that was just... Just the last couple of weeks? Yeah. It's just the vibe, man. It's vibe, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just feel like you have to get past these... I mean... Here's what I've uh, sorry, I'm stammering because everybody's wondering what comes next. What comes next? And I'm talking about in the current thing that we're living through, which is an election that somebody clearly won and another person's constantly contesting and for those of for for the rest of the world who's n- not completely worried with like which side completely wins or not, but that they have a job to do. Nobody's sure how to fucking do that job. Like of the smartest people, Naomi Wolf, all those people, nobody knows what the fuck to do next. The only thing that I've heard consistently is that we should network and get connected. Uh, But every time I'm like, Hey, we should do an app so that people can get connected to unionize and um, organize and everybody's like, oh, well, there's this app, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, is everybody fucking using that? Or are we just like talking about apps that people can use that nobody's fucking using? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Should we use that then? Yeah. Like, everybody's like, we need to network. And I'm like, well, let's use that to network. And then they're like, well, everybody knows about that. Or let's make one to network. And they're like, well, there's that app. And I'm like, well, so nobody's using that or what? Like, this is the I problem. don't know, man. The, the kids, the more time I spend like like reading reading the young people's shit on the social media. Yeah. They give me hope. Yeah. They know what's up. Like I feel like they're smarter than than me and I know I'm smarter than old people now. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Like yeah. I don't know. I feel <laughs> like it could it's just once they die off and we have the wisdom to let them run shit, we might be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not as far as climate change, but our last hundred years before the sun boils us alive will be great. So, <laughs> I I appreciate your uh, optimism, but uh, yeah, I'm just saying for all the rest of the community organizers and political figures and and people like that out there, not political figures, but like politically. Granted, I'm not doing any of the work, so my <laughs> optimism is not. You know, <laughs> no, it's just it's it's just listening to those folks and just trying to like figure out how like what's the best way to move forward. And it's like, well, we need a network. And I'm like, well, then let's network. And then everybody says, well, there's already a thing to network on. It's it's every time I've said shit. So like 
So like when the election was coming up and I said, well, we need to figure out how to get people to the polls. So if like people need rides and stuff like that, we should make an app so that people can use it. And then they're like, oh, there's like three apps. And I'm like, was anybody using those? I've never heard of those. Like, what the fuck are we doing with those? Like what? Which is you're talking about organization. (laughs) Yeah. Just simple organization. Let's pick an app. And then we'll all put effort into making that the one that works, and then we'll make the thing. We'll happen. make it the Facebook. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm I'm no leader of men, to quote Nickelback. <laughs> oh, oh, canceled. <laughs> well, that was, was that the, the same year? I think it was the year that I saw uh, Zebrahead at Edgefest. I think was when I saw two thousand and Nickelback. no, like ninety nine, maybe. I don't know. Maybe 2000. I was at I was at the one where it was Nickelback and uh Fuel Optima op, Optimus op, Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. <laughs> when Optimus Prime headlined Succubus. Edgefest. No. Incubus. No, Incubus. Shit. They played at Edgefest. Incubus played nice. and 311. Yeah, yeah, I was at that. And while 311 was playing, I was at the table with Incubus being like, "Have you guys remember some Conmouth Kings were there? I got signed uh-huh. by them too." Yeah. 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 Who else was there? Send dog, sign my shit. Send dog, Saint dog, Saint dog, Send dog. Send dog is from Cypress Hill. Oh, who was on Cottonmouth King's label as a solo artist? It's very confusing. Could he have been there though? No, this no? was before then. Oh, okay, this was Cypress Hill was still was Saint dog. He was yeah, Saint dog. I'm glad we're <laughs> with somebody skinny white could... guy, then fat yeah, white yeah, guy, yeah. now dead white guy. R.I.P. <laughs> to Saint dog. Fucking, uh, <laughs> you mean a dead been... man signed my shit? Yeah, man, he's no longer with us. It's crazy to me that Saint Dog's gone. I mean, that was my—I said it a couple of weeks ago, but that was my adolescence. Like that oh, was yeah. my coming of age. Oh, was yeah. listening to him rap about pot and alcohol. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's not great. And peace and love and it's anarchy. The opposite of great. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it's R.I.P. to Saint Dog. Uh, Legends never die, baby. Legends never die. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, We've said this we? like three times. Uh, what should we play for these people? Um, Let's play with something. How about uh, let's do uh, let's do the Loki sap foot with holiday sale. Let's do it. Uh, what's it called? Do you remember? <laughs> I can't remember what it's called right now. Uh, the only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think we've played that recently. At least not the last few weeks. <laughs> Four weeks. I ago? know I play it a lot. It's a go-to because it's one of my favorites. Well, let's do it. Fuck it. It's one of the if first good far, beats I ever made. If this made it, you made it this far. You got you get a treat. Yeah. Um, so here's uh, uh, myself, Loki Sapfoot, Boom. featuring Holiday Sale, which is comprised of Holiday Rob, myself, and uh, Mini, Mini Guh, and uh, yeah. Um, I've been Loki Sapfoot. Uh, I'm Holiday Rob. What, is there something we say at the end? I'm like, I don't know. We'll catch you next. Stroking out right now. <laughs> we'll catch you next week. Um, we'll have a little less vodka. And uh, maybe I won't. I feel I feel good about this one. It's more like just the right amount of vodka. <laughs> maybe I'll have to go get one more bottle tomorrow. Maybe I should bring my own goddamn vodka instead of drinking Rob out of house and home every fucking week for free. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> I've got too much booze. <laughs> Some people say I have an alcohol problem. I say a solution. Yeah, Rob's got an alcohol solution. <laughs> this is from my perspective. All yeah, right. Um, the only Loki yeah, Sapfoot. Word. Twenty twenty. Holla.